After hundreds of interviews and thousands of hours of research, we're excited to share with you our first book, The Greater Good, Life Lessons from Hawaii's Leaders, with a special forward from Mayor Mufi Hanneman. The Greater Good is a collection of personal stories and quotes from over 70 of the leaders we've interviewed. The Greater Good will make you laugh, make you cry, and will inspire you to live a greater good life. Available at bookstores statewide and at greatergoodbooks.com. Welcome to Greater Good Radio Hawaii, where leaders inspire leaders. Greater Good Radio Hawaii is dedicated to social entrepreneurship. I'm your host, Evan Leong, and with me is my co-host, Carrie Leong. Thank you, Evan. Today's guest is Lydia Tsui, a co-founder of Panda Travel, recognized as the largest travel wholesaler in Hawaii. Lydia is active in community volunteerism and currently is a member of the State of Hawaii Travel Advisory Committee. In 2001, Lydia was honored as a University of Hawaii Distinguished Alumni. Please welcome to Greater Good Radio, Lydia Tsui. Welcome to our show, Lydia. Thank you very much for inviting me. So how did you get started in the travel industry? Uh, actually, my brother, Jack, he started the business, and he's very uh, good in sales and marketing and negotiating. Uh, because of my background in accounting, so he asked me to join him to help him uh, do the accounting, financing, and uh, operation of the business. So that's how I got started with him. What year was that? Uh, that's in the, the early 80s. Okay, so Panda, Panda Travel is only under 30 years old? About 27 years now. Okay, and then what were you doing prior to working with your brother? After I graduated from UH, uh, University of Hawaii, and I got an accounting degree, at that time, I don't know anybody or I don't uh, have any connection. So luckily, I sent out my first resume, and this development company hired me as an assistant bookkeeper. Uh, at that firm, I learned how to uh, deal with tenants. I deal with a lot of uh, construction people, and I also deal with um, a government agency. So from there, I learned a lot about you know in- interaction with people and the best part is that I met some nice people during the working t- at, at that company. And after 30 years, I'm still in contact with those people. They gave me a lot of uh, good advice and uh, guide me along and give me a good direction. So that's how I started in the real estate business, too. So actually, both businesses are kind of started simultaneously. So when did you decide to join your brother full-time and not work with that other company? Uh, in the... Early 80s, we just started the Panda Travel, and uh, China Tour got really popular, So, and he wanted to expand his business um, from a 100 square feet uh, office, wanted to move to a 200. So at that time, I feel that I should quit my job and join him full-time to work with him. But uh, my boss told me not to quit because he, you know, wanted my help too. So he said, asked me to move to his building, which is uh, 800 South Britannia. So my development company is on the third floor, and he gave me a 1,000 square feet on the second floor. So I'm running both business um, at the same time, seven days a week. I mean, I work weekends and after work, and I help my brother with, the, with all the, you know, uh, operating problems. Wait, so you were doing three businesses, your own real estate business, Panda Travel, and then helping your previous employer? Well, when I work with my employer, he's, he's also partnered with me on some of the projects. So I'm doing full-time job and some of the projects that we are partner, and 
and the travel business at the same time. So, so kind of more related, you know, all together. How were you able to balance your day, and how did you balance your stress level? Uh, I keep a very positive relationship with all my family and, and my employee and my uh, partners. So I always go forward and just keep going and without thinking about anything negative. So that would keep me going um, without even feeling that much stress. I mean, um, uh, the, it's so exciting to learn so much in business, and I, I don't even have time to think about stress. So I just keep going. Um, so the, um, my family gave me a lot of support, of course, and they always, uh, at the force behind me, help me, support me, back, back me up, anything that I want. So just to give you an example, when we first started doing China tour, and my sister would cook lunch for the orientation, and we don't have to pay anything else out. And it was just a, it's a good teamwork, and I always believe teamwork, and also I have good employees. Some of them are, very, are still with me at today after 30, I mean 27 years. So, so that's how I've been you know, managing myself. You talked about teamwork, and it seems like you have a really good work ethic. Um, did your parents teach these values to you? My mother is a hard worker. Uh, she's always in business. So I always, as a little girl, I always help her do business because I'm in the middle of other. We have eight children in the family, and I'm in the middle. So uh, the older one have to go to school, and the younger one is too young to do anything. So I, I'm in the middle. I'm just always helping her. So I learn a lot from her come to business, and uh, one of the key that she taught me is hardworking. Um, no matter what situation, if you work hard, you come up with a solution, you can always get ahead, and that's how I learn my business. Thanks for tuning in. Stay tuned for more on Greater Good Radio. After hundreds of interviews and thousands of hours of research, we're excited to share with you our first book, The Greater Good, Life Lessons from Hawaii's Leaders, with a special forward from Mayor Mufi Hanneman. The Greater Good is a collection of personal stories and quotes from over 70 of the leaders we've interviewed. The Greater Good will make you laugh, make you cry, and will inspire you to live a greater good life. Available at bookstores statewide and at greatergoodbooks.com. Howdy sell his company to Akamai Technologies for $3 billion. Find out at greatergoodradio.com. Who donates 6% of sales to make more money? Find out at greatergoodradio.com. How do you get 100 stores and 100 million in sales in less than 10 years? Find out at greatergoodradio.com. Who raised $50,000 in a few weeks for the tsunami relief? Find out at greatergoodradio.com. And all while benefiting the community. GreaterGoodRadio.com You're listening to Greater Good Radio Hawaii. Please visit us online at GreaterGoodRadio.com. Today's guest is Lydia Sui, co-owner of Panda Travel, recognized as the largest travel wholesaler in Hawaii. So with all the changes in travel lately, you know, the internet, SARS, 911, how did that change your folks' business? Uh, there's a lot of changes. Uh, after 911, there's... Uh, the, I mean, the week after 911, we have a 1,000 cancellation. So we have the whole week we don't have any business except processing, refund, uh, changing the ticket. It's really a horrible time. But uh, because of the strong family employee we pull together and we work it out, uh, things get back to normal after a month or so. So um, at 
this time, as you know, that a lot of uh, uh, airlines just cut out the commission part. So we, what we did is we, we concentrated our effort more to the high-tech um, internet booking. Um, in Hawaii, a lot of people still not using computer, and I think 40% of our customers still in the traditional way of doing travel. So they walk in, and we still services them, but in, eventually we want to concentrate more on you know, the online booking because some of these airlines, they do offer cheaper fare, uh, better incentive for us to, um, to, to work. So how do you compete then with companies like Expedia or Priceline? And, you know, they're huge companies. How do you guys compete? Uh, for us, we we work with, a like, again, a teamwork. We, we team up ourselves with a lot of different smaller travel agency. So we help them survive and they help us survive. So uh, we can offer volume discount, and the airline do give us incentive if we sell uh, you know, a lot of tickets. So, so thanks to all these travel agency, and you know, we join effort with us. So we 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 be able to compete on the local level. Of course, we we cannot you know uh, up to their size, but we are very comfortable on our own. So although you're competing and you folks have different businesses, you still need to work together for everyone to succeed. Is that correct? Yes. Yes. Interesting. And, um, you know, you mentioned family quite a bit. How much of your family is involved in the business, and how is it working together? Uh, we have eight children in the family with six of us in the travel business. As you know, it's very difficult, but we all have our own different area, and we respect each other very much. And um, all my uh, brothers and sisters, they really, really trust me, so uh, I'm, I'm taking, you know, uh, the, I'm leading them along, and they back me up in the back of, you know, so, so, so far we've been working out very nicely on every issue. Are they your younger brother and sisters? Uh, I'm in the middle, some older than me, some younger than me, so me and Jack are exactly in the middle. So what about the real estate business that you own? How much time are you spending on that versus how much time on the travel business? At the beginning, um, in the early years, the 80s to the 90s, I, I have about like 300 commercial tenants. So I devoted about 80% of my time in the real estate business and about 20% on the uh, uh, travel side because the travel, they don't need, I mean, I don't do bookings. Uh, I only do uh, finance and, you know, more on the operation. And as far as the property side, I'm, I'm a full-time property manager. So I deal with a lot of commercial tenants. So each tenant, their problem is my problem. So I always have to, you know, meet with them, talk with them. And also there's a lot of, of course, you know, that is repair and maintenance. Um, things happen all the, all the time. So, uh, but in the mid-90s, I decided it's a little bit too much for me. So I want to kind of take it easy and do a little bit more community service rather than just concentrate on work so much. So I kind of slow down on, on the real estate so for now, I would say I'm, I take 80% of my time at the travel and 20% is community service plus my golf game. <laughs> so, so why the change, though? Why all of a sudden you thought, hmm, let me give back to the community? Well, we started with practically nothing. So uh, the community people really help us uh, along the way. So right now we are pretty comfortable. I, I, I really feel that we should give back. And I really believe that in 
direct giving back to a smaller organization. Uh, for example, like a Chinese school, and I, I donate money to uh, help them because their immigrant mothers, they don't have the time to teach them. So uh, the Chinese school, they need money to help these youngsters. So, so that's what I did. Some, um, and what about UH? Um, at, um, before Coach Jun Jones, there's a little bit um, difficult on the, on the sports program. And I know local people are very important for them to, for, to have the, as the sports program. So we, I decided and, uh, to help them with some of the equipment and some of the scholarship, marketing, so to better their programs so that more local will get back to the, to the sports game. And uh, on top of that, we handle their travel anyway. So, so, so I think, you know, it's for me to share some, some of them. So do you find that there is a, a nice mix between doing community service and then also running a business? Or how did they work together? Uh, not um, well. I th- well when we're doing the community service, and you get to you know reach out and network your business at the same time anyway. So I think it's really a, a good program for us to to go to the community, and you know I I believe my face is like a, a yellow page, and when they see my face, they will, they will call Panda Travel. So that's how I do it. Thanks for tuning in. Stay tuned for more on Greater Good Radio. After hundreds of interviews and thousands of hours of research, we're excited to share with you our first book, The Greater Good, Life Lessons from Hawaii's Leaders, with a special forward from Mayor Mufi Hanneman. The Greater Good is a collection of personal stories and quotes from over 70 of the leaders we've interviewed. The Greater Good will make you laugh, make you cry, and will inspire you to live a greater good life. Available at bookstores statewide and at greatergoodbooks.com. Is the greatest part of your workday the leftover lasagna you packed for lunch? Is it quickly becoming apparent that you and everyone you know are smarter than your boss? Just how satisfying is it to wear an untucked shirt on Fridays? It's time you stopped filling a position and started being fulfilled with a job that excites you every day, not just payday. And now is the perfect time to demand more of the work week. The Honolulu Star Bulletin and Midweek work with monsters so you can live up to your potential right here. Your calling is calling. Find it at starclassifieds.monster.com. We're back with Lydia Tsui, CFO of Panda Travel. So Lydia, before break, you were mentioning about, you know, being involved in the community. It's kind of like a yellow page for your business. Can you tell us um, how it has changed or improved your business or increased your business? Well, um, when I go out to the community, uh, there's also golf tournaments and people, I get to talk to a lot of important people, CEOs and uh, business people, and they they kind of talk to me. They know that oh, I'm Panda Travel, so um, they ask me if I can help them with the corporate travel, and they know that we we always share with our, our, our best price possible. So uh, I mean, doing that, I I pick up quite a few of uh, corporate accounts, and you know, so that's how I get myself known to the community. Do you notice that um, they're interested in working with you because you folks are a local community as opposed to, you know, the mainland ones online? I well, for corporate travel, they like the personal touch. They like the the service. 
and we can package better for them instead of just you know booking an air. I we we can hotel, we can do activity, we can do a lot of different thing, things that that are related to travel. So as an executive, they don't want to deal with it. So they just call our uh, consultant and they just do it for them. So do you think that getting involved with community events when you're younger even is important, or is it better to become more established in your career and then do it after? I think you should start as soon as you can, but for myself, and I, because I started with so many things going on at one time, and I cannot you know, just spare the time to do it when I was younger, and now I, life is a little bit more comfortable for me, and I, I feel... Uh, a, a lot better to to, to do it now um, in terms of man, um, with money or, or time. Or, so I, I think you should start as soon as you can. Do you find that being a woman in business is an advantage or disadvantage? I don't ever think of myself or anything else except I'm a business person. I deal with people uh, uh, at the same level as how they are. I, I treat them, I look at them as their business person person too. So I never feel uncomfortable to, to do it because I'm a woman. The only thing I, I feel different being a woman is that when I walk into a, a big meeting with a bunch of men there, I, all I do is I listen more than I talk. So I think that way get, I get uh, accepted easily um, instead of um, you know saying things that are not acceptable to them. So but that's cultural too, right? Isn't that cultural too, to listen a little bit more than you're talking? Uh, well, I, well, that's my own thing that I always think that, you know, I should listen more. I can, I can study the different people before I, you know, say anything wrong. <laughs> Where were you born and raised? I born and raised in Hong Kong. And when did you folks come to Hawaii? Uh, when I was a teenager. Your whole family came over? Your parents moved? or uh, My parents came earlier. Uh, so we came after. So about, uh, we, all the all this children left in Hong Kong about uh, three years. So what did you learn from Hong Kong that you were able to use now doing business in Hawaii and in the U.S.? Uh, Hong Kong people, they are very hardworking, number one. Number two is that they're very on time. Uh, they always very quickly do things and we not we well normally we don't procrastinate so that's the three major thing that make us a little different i think to to work in the I mean, it's a benefit to us to to do in the united states and what brought you folks to the united states um my mother wants us to be here because it's a better education and he uh, she feel this is a, a better opportunity for us so did they teach you English in Hong Kong also, or did you learn it only when you came to the United States? Well, uh, they have very little, and mainly it's from here, from when we started here. And, well, I, I started real late. I, I, I learned English when I was in 10th grade. So. so a lot of people are looking at doing business internationally now, especially with the Internet, China is on the rise. What advice can you give other people out there doing business in other countries that they may not necessarily speak the language or be uh, familiar with the the uh, culture? What advice would you give to them? Well, I, I, a lot of people are looking at doing business in China or Hong Kong or Singapore. My advice to them is before you even start doing any business, you should get to know some of the local people there 
uh, just to maybe start a, just a, a friendship and to study a little bit more. And I think people are, are most important. And um, if you can find people that can give you advice on dong and you know what not what not to do or what to do, and I think that's a, a better coverage for yourself rather than going there. How important is speaking the language? Not that important because uh, the why not China and Hong Kong and they're very advanced and then the 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 level of business people they all kind of speaking in English now. Thanks for tuning in. Stay tuned for more on Greater Good Radio. After hundreds of interviews and thousands of hours of research, we're excited to share with you our first book, The Greater Good, Life Lessons from Hawaii's Leaders, with a special forward from Mayor Mufi Hanneman. The Greater Good is a collection of personal stories and quotes from over 70 of the leaders we've interviewed. The Greater Good will make you laugh, make you cry, and will inspire you to live a greater good life. Available at bookstores statewide and at greatergoodbooks.com. For bubble tea supplies in your home, at a party or business, contact Bubble Tea Supply at 948-2622 or online at bubbletea.com. Howdy sell his company to Akamai Technologies for $3 billion. Find out at greatergoodradio.com. Who donates 6% of sales to make more money? Find out at greatergoodradio.com. How do you get 100 stores and 100 million in sales in less than 10 years? Find out at greatergoodradio.com. Who raised $50,000 in a few weeks for the tsunami relief? Find out at greatergoodradio.com. And all while benefiting the community. Greatergoodradio.com You're listening to Greater Good Radio Hawaii. Please visit us online at greatergoodradio.com. Today's guest is Lydia Tsui, co-owner of Panda Travel, recognized as the largest travel wholesaler in Hawaii. Lydia is a longtime supporter of her alma mater, University of Hawaii. In 2001, Lydia was honored at the University of Hawaii as a distinguished alumni. So what was the hardest thing about coming to the United States from Hong Kong? language and you have to build your own life altogether over again because of uh, you lost all your friends and at the same time because we just came over there's uh, a, a lot of work to do we have to help the family after after school and at the same time we have to study so it's 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 very difficult time for for us but but it's i, I enjoy it though so you know, a lot of immigrants, when they come over to the United States, they always say, you know, they need to strive for the American dream. Did you folks feel that pressure also to, you know, try and attain the American dream or build a business somehow to attain that dream? Uh, not not exactly. Um, we just go move along. And like like I say, when I first started my first job, that's my my I opened the door for myself. That's a very good place to start. And once I get to know people, um, the business people, they, they just guide me along and I just move as, you know, sky is the limit for me to, from thereafter. So I don't feel that I have to uh, push myself uh, to fulfill a dream or, and it just things that just happen, you know, so. What kind of business did your mother have? 
Uh, in the retail business in, in Hong Kong. So why did you folks decide to move to Hawaii instead of maybe California or somewhere else in the States? Um, my older sister married somebody here when she's uh, my, my, my first sister. And she told you guys to come here? Yes. She, she moved the whole family here. And then in your time, you must have traveled quite a bit, owning a travel agency, right? My brothers travel a lot more than I do because I have to stay back for do you know to run the operation. I mean, although we have a lot of you know pretty good benefit, but I just don't get the time to, to do it at that time. So, if you've been able to travel to a number of areas, why do you still live in Hawaii? Do you, what is it about Hawaii that that makes you want to live here as opposed to anywhere else? Well, Hawaii is like. A, a paradise. I mean, the weather is beautiful, except the last couple of weeks. So, um, the the people are very nice. Uh, it's a smaller place. It's to me, it's the opportunity is much better in a, in a, in a smaller place than than like place like California. What What do you mean? It's better. Can you explain? Uh, people are are not nicer, and they can help you along, and it's it's easier for me to. Mingle around like politician or any anybody. I think it's a it's a smaller environment. I I I, I really feel that it's it's just like us. Uh, I'm a I'm a small fish in a in a big pond. I rather have you know in a small area that I can I can manage. And then one question I was wondering on is why sports? Why not you know music or the English department or something else at UH? What is it about the sports that that you made you interested in supporting them. Well, like I said, sport is very important for the local community, and me, I'm always wanted to be supportive of the locals. So I, I think sport is one thing that that I can give back to the local community. You know, so um, I think sport program is 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 much more. Um, Reachable to out out there to the community than than music or I mean I could be wrong but I'm that's what I'm thinking. Before we end, are you able to share with our listeners maybe um, some advice, business advice, getting involved in the community or just some tips in being successful? Well, I number one be on time. <laughs> number two is uh, preparation and opportunity. Uh, always well prepare yourself so you you'll be able to. Uh, receive any opportunity that, that come about. So um, do, do not be negative about problems because there's always a solution to a problem. Um, just be confident and be open, be sincere, and uh, the business will just, you know, opportunity just will just come to your way. Thanks for joining us today on Greater Good Radio. For more information or a transcript of today's show, please visit us online at greatergoodradio.com. This is your host, Evan Leong and Carrie Leong, saying please join us next time for another episode of Greater Good Radio Hawaii.